Hello, everybody, and welcome to the latest episode of the Without Context podcast. Uh, we just have a regular episode today. Yay! Uh, I'm Dacabulti, joined by Sharky Hat, and we've got Alvin. Look at Alvin's that. Here. I'm here. We've got the Skybreaker himself. A man who breaks skies. Man who breaks skies. One of the rarer side hosts that come to the show. <laughs> I exist, I promise. I'm just very tired all the time, always. Like God, that movie. That mood. Yeah, I think we were pretty adventurous setting up a like, hey, we're going to have a podcast with five hosts. <laughs> it's like... It's, it was always going to be like, so we can interchange them. Yeah, I was like, yeah. can interchange And then it's like, it just turned into... All right, it seems like we have a core, and then we just bring whoever is awake at the time. Yeah. So... Yeah, I'm looking at Duck. Fucking took a nap one day. Didn't get back to me. <laughs> Damn, call him out. I don't. Do <laughs> I will. Yeah, they, they were supposed to fill in for I think me during one of the weeks, and it was like probably was on the dozen discords. Like I just woke up. <laughs> like, <yeah. laughs> I remember that. But yeah, so uh, we're here. Uh, kind of one of our little impromptu episodes. Hmm. Uh, we came up with the topic uh, today before recording. <laughs> Last how night we usually, at 2 in the morning. Is last night at 2 in the morning, I saw the message when I woke up, so this is how we do things on the podcast. Yep. Uh, today, uh, we're talking about sequels. Yeah. Uh, franchises, sequels, thoughts about them. Any medium. Any medium, and uh, Deco can go into more since he thought about it in his late night stupor. Yeah. Uh, so... Um... Yeah, uh, sequels, uh, we all have, you know, they usually start off as it's either going to be a trilogy or more than more than two, in other words. Very rarely nowadays is it, like, just a second one and they're done. Um, even if they should have. Yeah, well, I mean, a lot of people also... Terribly should have. ...are like, hey, I've only made this movie in mind with one movie, but the studio is now badgering me to make a sequel. Uh-huh. So. Um, and so uh, one of the first things I want to talk about is uh, what do we like about sequels in, just in a general sense? Not in, not in any of your favorite franchises, but what do you like about this, uh, a sequel to a movie or your video game or whatever, what have you? We'll let Alvin talk as he's guest today. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, I think for a sequel to be good, it has doesn't have to be better than the original. That's not like the intention, but it has to make characters that we already know and love either more lovable or like have good character development. That's like the base of it. Right, because like you can't have a sequel and then have the characters be stagnant the whole time. You can't just be one dimensional. You the know, name is the growth. Yeah, <laughs> you got to grow the characters. You can't just have them be boring characters. Mm-hmm. I think. But with, um, no, no, I don't finish. No, you first. So I was thinking with with it's probably my thought of like with the remakes in games recently is that it's taking. What is taking that first idea and making it that and more. And we were talking about it before the recording. Uh, two of my favorite trilogies are two of the trilogies that have what many consider to be the better sequels to the first movie. Like the sequels are better than the original. And that is Terminator, where yeah. Terminator 2 is just strictly better than Terminator 1 in almost every way. 
Correct. And Aliens, which is better than Alien in almost every way. And James Cameron is the one is like is I'm like he's the one <laughs> guy who did both of these. But uh, it takes that thing like Aliens. It takes that confined space of the ship, moves it to a colony. It's not one alien. It's a nest of aliens. And then it's like, okay, how do we go bigger? We introduce the queen, not just this drone alien from the original. And then you have a bigger cast. You have Ripley, who is tired of the bullshit already, who has dealt with these things. And then you have all the lovable colonial Marines who also appear in the Terminator movies for the most part. Because <laughs> James Jeez. Cameron is like reusing his cast a lot. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I mean, the same thing with like what Alvin said, like it takes Ripley's character, it develops her and then introduces this new cast that she can like build off of and, you know, form connections with. Because for the most part, Alien is just a slasher movie in space and she's the final girl. But now she's the lead, you know, and he's like, hey, I'm leading these Marines because I've dealt with this bullshit. You guys have no idea what you're fucking dealing with here. Hmm. And uh, Terminator 2 takes that concept of, oh, there's a machine coming back to kill John Connor, but we're also going to throw in this thing now where that machine, you assume it's Arnold because of the first movie, but then it's like, oh, it's this other guy who's this upgraded model, and now Arnold's the one protecting him. Yeah, and that's like, a, And then you get the iconic scene. Yeah. You get the, <laughs> yeah. It, but it, it, it turns it on its head, right? Because like, in every sequel, you're like, oh, he's the bad guy in the last one. If he comes back, he's the bad guy in this one. And it does a good so. job of making you think that, too, because when you get Arnold and you're like, oh, he fucks up some guys in the bar, he takes the gun, he takes the bikes. And then the second guy comes in and you think this like, OK, this is the Kyle Reese of this movie because Kyle Reese came second. And he knocks out a cop and he dresses in a cop uniform. So there's like that weird sense of like, OK, he's a protector, you know, like he's somebody who's looking to protect John. He's wearing a police officer's outfit. And then it just is like, oh. James Cameron might have predicted the whole cop thing a little early. <laughs> like, James Cameron invented a cab. Uh-huh. Yeah. But uh, it's a great reveal, too, because like you see him in the hallway. They're both coming down and the fucking shotgun comes out of the box of roses and he grabs John Connor and turns to shield him. And that's like that's when everybody's like, wait a minute. <laughs> What's happening On a here? Second. And it's like you learn he's this upgraded Terminator. And it's like this thing. It takes that first idea and it improves on it it turns us on its head it subverts your expectations it just makes it bigger and it's like that with uh with dead space 2 could be an example dead space 1 feels like alien and then dead space 2 you're on a space station it's a wider area there's a lot more action to it but it's that same formula mm-hmm. what about yours Dak? uh ah uh, uh, glad you asked um <laughs> I think some of my favorites have been uh, Bioware Part 2s. Uh, like we've, we mentioned before we started recording, uh, Mass Effect 2, uh, Dragon Age. Uh, of, my, of the three Dragon Ages, my favorite is 2, strictly because it does its best take, like, Dragon Age Origins did not age well. You can fight me in the comments. <laughs> I think it everybody did not age well. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't everybody... think they would. Um, it is slow. It is plotting. Um, it's Mass Effect 1 to Mass Effect just, 2. Yes. <laughs> and, and, Mass, and Mass Effect 2 and Dragon Age 2, they kick up the pace a little bit and they make, way more they make combat much more, much, much more action, way more uh, dynamic. Uh, your choices feel like they have more weight to them. Yeah. Um, and, then, um, and then they shit the bed with Part 3 both, both times. 
I think that's the thing with Mass Effect 1, is that there are set points in the story where characters can die. Mm -hmm. Like, you have to choose yeah. between Caden or Ashley in a mission. But I don't think anybody else has, like, a real chance of dying in that story. They cannot be recruited, I Correct. think. But Mass Effect 2 is like, hey, you know these characters. Build your, you know, trust with them, because in this final mission, you're going to have to divvy up your team. And if they don't trust you, they're going to die. So... Yeah. It, but, it like like you were mentioning with the other with the other with the other uh, movies and and the things they they raise the stakes they do bigger, um and it's always gonna be uh you know with Mass Effect it's always gonna be like a fate of unit the universe sort of situation, but it's always like it's always like who's the baddie at the end of it and like like you mentioned Alien One was like one random uh, there's one random xenomorph and, and then it's like here's a nest and here's what makes them, like, and here's <laughs> the queen yeah exactly. Um, and, and like Mass Effect 2, it was like, uh, the collector or whatever his name was. The collector and then, base. Uh, yeah. The collector base. And, um, yeah, and then three was just the Reapers and Mass. Yeah. It was like, hey, we're fighting this one guy who's under control of, who is under the control of this strange entity. And then Mass Effect 2 comes around and like, here's the collector. Oh, they're also working with them, but this is more of like a, an army kind of thing mm -hmm. going on. And then three's like, yeah, here's the big fuck off uh, invasion big, force and uh, choose what RGB force. color to save the universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is the most disappointing thing. Oh, the worst thing. It's like. I talk about how uh, I've talked about in the past about how Mass Effect 3 is maybe the most disappointing thing. Like if you just shaved off the last 45 minutes of the game, masterpiece, awesome game of the year. Yeah, like um, it, but th just that last bit right there. The last enemy you fight in that game is a common enemy. It's yep. one enemy between you and the fucking beam you have to go up. And then there's no combat for the rest of the game. And yep. I'm like, bro, you could have had like this whole like charge towards this beam. Just be like a literal gunfight, like not an event, but like just make it a fucking level that I could just shoot my way through to get to this beam. It like, could be a QTE. No, because that's what happened with a uh, Warmer Hammer Space Marine, and I was incredibly upset at the end of that game. <laughs> I'm playing through this game. Oh, I, I get to the last boss. I kill the mooks, and then it's like it, the last fight in that game is a fucking QT, and I was like, I'm mad. <laughs> I'm so mad well, in this game. To be fair, it's, it, it, it was a 2008. Yeah, yeah, it came off the success of like God of War. Yeah, and, like... it's a 2008 game, so I'm not going to put it past it, but I'm hoping that Space Marine 2 follows the trend of series that I like, where two is strictly better than the first one. <laughs> That's why we're talking about this, right? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then I think uh, Dragon Age uh, did similar things where the stakes were raised higher and the um, and then there was, you know, payoff where they, you know, you're introduced to the Red Lyrium uh, en masse and the abomination at the end and at the end of it and then the explosion that starts dragon age 3 and that's a really cool start to the game and then yeah. it kind of peters out at the end or yeah. it doesn't even peter out at the end for inquisition it kind of peters out towards the middle it just feels like bioware doesn't know how to like they, they have the stephen king thing where how do i finish this book <laughs> like you yeah. just keep going have dlc and it yeah. just keeps yep. going and going yep yep but uh yeah, it's a sequel. There can be sequel, and also the thing is like it, a sequel to me. Like 
it should just improve on that first movie in some way. Mm -hmm. But you can also Mm -hmm. do a sequel that's just another story in the universe, I would say. That's kind of like a cheap way to do a sequel where it's like, hey, this character's story is done. Now we're doing something new. And see, to me, that's just a spinoff at that point. Yeah, at that point, it's a spinoff. It's like how John Wick is getting a spinoff series. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, too, I think they're making a TV about the Continental, but also like Anna de Armas is getting a movie from that universe. So um, that's another thing. John Wick. John I, Wick's another franchise that fucking does that. Jesus and Christ. John Wick is like, so good at that. It's like John Wick is like, hey, look, John Wick won. Oh, this stupid gangster kid kills his dog. And it's like a one man's tale of revenge. And then two's like, mm-hmm. here is the entirety of this secret society of assassins yeah. that we have. And it's like, that's world building. <laughs> like, I guess. That's world so, building. Yeah. And then three does the same thing. And now it's like, I need to go see four when it here so four i've heard nothing but good things about i have to see it as well yeah i, I, I want i tru- truly want to just binge one through four now what's another uh, uh, what's another one for you alvin another uh, all right uh, i'm gonna dust off the the hands for this one <laughs> yeah all right so a sequel that i think is definitively better than the original is a hundred percent top gun Top Gun Maverick. Yeah, you, have, you did see God Top Gun Maverick damn, lately. Goddamn masterpiece. I hear it's pretty good too. I wasn't even alive for the first Top Gun. <laughs> I still love that fucking movie. Top uh-huh. Gun 2 takes everything from Top Gun 1 that you love. And it's just like, it's just modern day. Tom Cruise hasn't aged a fucking day. That's just Tom Cruise. <laughs> keeping him alive. It's fucking planes. Like, I don't know. I know it's propaganda for the military complex of like yep. the united states of america and uh Haley hates it hate, hates the fucking movie but uh <laughs> um it's a good movie because like building off what we were saying earlier like what makes a sequel good right this is a sequel that came out you know fucking 40 years after the original yeah. um but it takes the character that you know and it still gives him layers it takes big story points from the original and builds on it and that's what makes it really really good because it builds new relationships with characters that you know introduces characters that you don't know but you still you know connect with and then it's a whole different story it's similar but and then like there's big story points like in the movie where it it doesn't go the way you expect it to you just think oh it's gonna be like top gun one it hits these points everybody goes home happy there's like a little twist mm-hmm. in the middle and like yeah it's a good fucking movie that's I don't the thing know. right a good sequel it makes you appreciate the original yes so exactly. subverts your expectation when it starts to do that thing where it's like oh this is the same fucking thing mm-hmm. and then it's like wait no it's not it's like but oh, it's wait, really close wait there's more <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, yeah, I heard great things about uh, Top Gun or Top Gun it's, Maverick. It's so good. It's I'll watch both movies any day of the week. I don't care. Can we talk about all of those random like like in the nineties? It's just like one after another after another after another of like sequel action like animated movies. movies. No, no, no. Oh, action, that too. Just like anything. Live action films. I know what he's talking about. It's like, like speed. Hey, we're gonna make speed, and then we're gonna make Speed Two, which is subjectively worse. And then uh-huh. it's like, hey, we're gonna do these like what five Lethal Weapon movies. Yep. Or something like that. And but you also get that nowadays too with franchises. I mean, Fast and Furious is on its tenth movie. <laughs> and that I movie was, was further than that. That movie was about 
street racing and stealing VCR players. Uh-huh. <laughs> like, the first one, yeah. Yep. And now it's like, okay, we're doing this whole, like, the thing is, like, if you just took the Fast and Furious movies and just called it Hot Wheels, it would make way more sense. <laughs> like, this, Honestly, is, this is a live action Hot Wheels spy movie, you know? It's like, it just it feels so weird. Making head hand over fist in these films. It's just so weird, like, having it be, like, Fast and Furious, which is, like, a legitimately good, like, crime movie. Like, even mm-hmm. now, like, it still kind of holds up. And then you get two, which is a little bit better because it's the two of them partnered up being undercover. And I, I love yep. Too Fast, Too Furious. I, it's one of my favorite movies. Good. And then it's just like... Tokyo Drift is the best of the series, and I won't be taking questions. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> It is good. It's one of those things where it's like that's a good third movie because a lot Mm -hmm. of movies can't nail a good third movie either. Yeah. Um, I mean, you have franchises like Lord of the Rings, which hits kind of every sequel that it it did at the time. Like each Lord of the Rings gets better. It's different. It's all all different at the same time too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's like, and they also kind of put out like one after another. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They were. They probably just did one continuous cycle of filming. To be honest, I think yeah. they did the last two, like the second and the third. That, that was okay. just all filmed at once. I know yeah, that's yeah. true for Pirates of the Caribbean, and those movies are really good. Not yeah. the ones after that, like the fourth and the fifth. I think there's a sixth one. I think the those fourth, are terrible. The fourth and the fifth, I haven't seen. The last one. Uh, was a dead man tell no tales or something like that uh mm. i saw that one and i like what they were setting up but then at the end of the movie it's like oh we're gonna just like circle back to this plot point by this returning character and it's like no come on man you had such a good yeah. like you had a good gen 2 like set up here i yeah i know what you're talking about because barbosa comes back at the end or whatever no, at the end, well, I mean, this it whole is, thing's probably this whole thing's probably yeah. like spoilers for this whole episode. But at the end of Dead Man's Tales, oh, wow. it shows the curses of the ocean are lifted. That's what the whole plot of the movie mm, was. That's and right. Will Turner is on his one. He's back on shore because he's allowed to be back on shore. And then fucking Davy Jones walks into the room. It's like it's clearly Davy Jones. You don't see him. You see like his peg leg and stuff, but you can see the silhouette. Wet ass legs. And I'm like, you had a whole Gen two setup. And we're going back to this like <laughs> it's it's weird because like i really like will turner and elizabeth swan and of course like fucking jack sparrow i think they're what made that series yeah. when everybody started leaving the franchise like you could see that they were trying to set up like a new cast of characters mm-hmm. and it just didn't hit and last thing it's like i think after a certain point too you have to realize that these sequels aren't working like yeah a lot of movies i think fail for that like we were bringing up the stuff from the 80s and stuff it's like the halloween series you had one and two of the originals which were the same night and two kind of improved too it was a whole new location it was a new cast and stuff like that kind of doing the thing but not as successfully then you had three which must be a whole new movie it's like hey all of our halloween movies from here on out are going to be an anthology series this is the start of a new anthology. We're not going to do Michael Myers anymore. And then it's like, oh, that didn't work. So here's Michael Myers coming back to life in number four. <laughs> and now we're going to try to start up the storyline about a cult and make him like a weapon for the cult. And it's like, okay, well, you're trying a little too hard now. Yeah, yeah. But like those movies are definitely slacker movies are definitely like turn off brain, watch movie type. Of yeah, movie. I mean, Jason they, X is one of my favorite movies and it's a uh-huh. fucking awful movie. 
Like, just turn off your brain. Yeah, like you're not supposed to look too hard into slasher movies. Yeah, it uh, it's like it's franchises that just like go on for so long as like a cash cow. You're always going to get diminishing returns. And I think if you like can wait for a good sequel, like not 15, 20 years, like, you know, Top Gun or 40 years, like for Top Gun to have a sequel. I mean, if you do it right, yeah, it can be successful. But I don't think you should have a good sequel. I don't think a good sequel should take you 40 years to put out. I know? agree. I think a sequel worth mentioning right now. Yeah, I was going to say Avatar 2. Actually. <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it yet, but I heard really good things about the second that- one. This franchise is so weird because, again, it's James Cameron. And it's like, who is seeing Avatar 2 to make it make all this money again? Disney. Because thinking about it, I'm like. Aside from the main character, I can't tell you a single goddamn name from the first movie. You've got like, one more on me, buddy. You've got a uh, blue blue man group. <laughs> Blue Man. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's that movie. Like Avatar is just so weird because it's like, you know, Jake Sully because it's like she says it's stupid. Yeah. Like, the pronunciation is so it sticks with you. I can't tell you any of the other characters' names. I can't tell you the villains' names. I can tell you about the is big badass. I can tell you, yeah, it's uh, Stephen uh, Stephen Lang's character. There's a white man, military yeah, a white, white man, military white man. That's his uh, first name. Interesting. First name, military, last name, white man. <laughs> white man. <laughs> military white man. But all I can really remember about that movie in terms of aggression is just the big battle sequence at the end of it. Like with everything. Mm-hmm. Like that's really all I can remember about that fucking movie. It's, it's Pocahontas one the... with aliens. That's what it is. Yeah, it's Pocahontas with aliens. And... I mean, when we're talking about like franchises and stuff, I mean, we'd be remiss to not talk about Marvel and how even they at times had better sequels than the original. Like Captain America 2, uh, Winter Soldier is winter- probably one of the I, better sequels of that whole initial trip. In tri- general, one of the better movies in the MCU. Yeah. And the thing is, you take um, Captain America, you just build on it. You introduce a new yeah, cast, you uh, build on everything. I will. I will fully admit to having slept on the winter soldier for years and years. It's so good. <laughs> but it's so, so good. I, I finally really... had to see plus I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch it. I was like, wow, this is because the only, the only bit I had seen of it prior to that was the elevator scene where he yeah. like beats everybody up. Mm. Just like masterpiece. And I think that's what, I think what makes that movie so good is that it's not just a superhero movie. It's like, we're not going to make this a superhero movie. We're going to make this basically our, our 80s spy movie yeah like blended into a superhero skin mm-hmm. and uh yeah i think i think it's just it keeps building on you know those original plans and all that but then we get to the problem of third movies yeah and that's where they seem like they drop the ball a lot jurassic park jurassic park i I will say I'm a sucker for the third one because I was still really young when it first came out. So yeah. I loved it. And I mean, the cast think, is great. It's like the yeah. cast is great, but like just the movie idea itself is stupid. It's like, oh, first, I've lost my son on this dino island. <laughs> I know. Your I son's mean, dead now. It's like, yeah, if your son perish, if your son parachuted into an island infested by dinosaurs, well, fuck that kid. He's gone. <laughs> like he did. He deserved it. Do you have a, do you have another child you can put all your yeah, love and attention on? <laughs> like, it's like what happened to your brother? He was killed by dinosaurs. <laughs> That's pretty badass. All right, next. 
but like uh it's 100 like percent rode on having the cast like having alan I mean, grant again alan grant william h macy's in that movie like when people sleep on william h macy as an actor i love Agreed. him as an actor uh and then it's like hey we're gonna introduce this new dinosaur that kills the t-rex like or kills our t-rex because apparently that t- other t-rex is the one in the new trilogy yeah that's the same rexy yep same rexy speaking of a terrible spinoff all of that can fuck right off I think when I think when the movie uh, franchise has entered the second trilogy is when it's like, <laughs> can this just be its own thing? Like, can we just reword some of these names and change names and stuff and just make this a new franchise? It's like, why do we need Jurassic and Park? Just 6? use existing names. Like, <laughs> um, you don't understand money. Yeah, but it's like Aliens Three is mm-hmm. awful it is a bad fucking movie because <laughs> it's like hey we just gave you this whole movie of kick-ass marines and a fuck ton of aliens and then a queen where she fights it in a giant construction robot and then it's like here's three where she's in a prison and there's one alien it's like okay maybe maybe there's some thought behind this no it's just Ripley and it's just the one inmates. again. It's Ripley and the prisoners versus the alien. You can't Fucking... go back. You can't. Whenever you do the sequel, you can't go back. You have to keep going forward and building. And I think some franchises don't expect to get that next movie, so they just like build up to this ridiculous degree, and then like, oh shit, I can't. I can't actually build on that anymore. I Mm -hmm. think when Ridley Scott made Alien, he was like, this is going to make enough to be successful, but I'm probably not going to be able to make a sequel to this. And then it came out and it was like, bitch, you thought give us aliens too. (laughs) (laughs) And then it was like, hey, James, hey, James Cameron, give me aliens. (laughs) Because it's like he made this sweet ass movie uh, called Terminator, right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So we're going to have you make our next alien movie. Yeah. And uh, okay, and then, uh Robocop. Oh god, let's not talk about the <laughs> the travesty that is Robocop 3. <laughs> like that. Uh, Robocop's another one of those series though where it's like the sequels do just like slowly trend down. It's like Robocop 1 is just a great movie because it's it's Paul Varhoven. It's a uh, Paul Varhoven, which I think is his name. He's the guy that did Starship Troopers. Uh, mm-hmm. and he did robots robocop so he does all like the satire stuff during the movie the commercials all like the crazy like product placements and stuff like that because it's a sat it's a satire movie it's like oh this cop is yeah. a robot kind of thing and then they're like hey we need to make a sequel it's like oh let's build this like crazy robocop with this like criminal's brain in it. and i don't even remember what the fuck the third one is i just remember he gets a jetpack yeah, I don't know. It, it goes off the rails. It's like, let's take a beloved, like, pretty solid series, and it's like, make you up a fucking situation. You don't have to keep making sequels. <laughs> like, let a movie be successful yeah. on its own. Let a cult classic stay a cult classic. You don't have to capitalize on it. That's the thing. And it's like, we'll get into probably topics of, like, movies with sequels coming out or movies that we hope don't get sequels kind of thing. But What is the... What is the name of that one Xbox game? It's a third-person shooter with like the chainsaw gun. Gears of ah, War. Gears of War. 
Gears of War, that one. Yes, that one. That one is the same case. <laughs> like yeah. Gears of War yeah, one, it's the exact pretty good. Same case. Gears of War one, pretty good. Gears of, Gears of War two, absolutely fucks. It's a great fucking game. And then yeah. three's like, how do we end this trilogy? <laughs> like exactly, exactly. And they came out with four, and they're like, no. Huh? That's the thing. It's like the fifth one. If you're doing a reboot series, why bring back the original enemies? Why not just introduce right. a new thing? Like, it's just like, why? Why are the locusts back? Just give me like, oh, our explosion underground created something new. Kind of thing. It's like, no, we're going to keep tying it into this. Same, same whole, guy. Whole thing about the queen and now all this other stuff. And yeah, same, like, same God dude. Same brain. I was like, that's another thing. Don't make a new trilogy just to explain your lore. <laughs> like, if you couldn't, if you couldn't explain your lore the first time, maybe you just get better lore. Because I think that's what, <laughs> well, I think that's what a uh, four and five did for Gears of War, where it's like, hey, remember that yeah. queen, the, the Locust Queen that we kind of just like introduced and then did nothing with. This whole trilogy is going to be focused on her and secrets involving her, and it's like, I know her for one game, and then we blew her up. Like, why do I care? <laughs> like. Mm. It's like uh, there's a horror movie out called it. Uh, it follows. It's one of my favorite horror movies. It's a small like it's a small not an indie film but a small production, and it leaves you questioning enough that it sticks with you. And I love the movie because it's like it's so ambiguous at times. And there have been talks of a sequel coming out where it's like we'll figure out what it is. And I'm like, no, I don't want to know what it is. I like not knowing what the fuck this thing is <laughs> like that's what makes it so much fun it's like i don't need you to make a whole second movie to be like oh here's where it came from like no right. don't 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 do that looking like, at prometheus <laughs> so looking at it follows for a sec yeah looking at it follows we'll get to prometheus because that's a whole <laughs> fucking mess on its own uh it follows is something is following people who have had sex in a chain with people who have seen it it is never explained it just it's appears an std metaphor that's it's an std it metaphor it appears as a person you may know them you may not that just slowly seems to be coming towards you and when they get to you it will kill you the thing that stops it from getting to you is to have sex with another person so it's this whole thing of like how long has this chain been going on and it's like okay here's what you do for a sequel have an orgy what happens if the chain is disrupted a la Final Destination style? Like, introduce something that disrupts that chain. You know, something like that. And change up the whole idea behind it. Like, change it. Like, here, we've introduced that. Here's how it starts following you. Take that whole concept, change it. That's what the sequel should be. I don't need to know where it came from. I don't need to know patient zero. I don't need to like mm -hmm. know all the stuff. It's like just give me a new way of being fucking afraid of this thing. <laughs> like have it like evolve. It's a character. Have it evolve. Yeah. And I think that's what fucked me up with Prometheus. Is like, oh, <laughs> I'm expecting an alien prequel. Yeah, we're gonna see. What that thing was in the spaceship. We're going to see the events that led to whatever introduced these aliens. And it's like, okay, we're going to get to a point where there's an alien. But it's not the alien that we know. It's something else. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, here's the next one. It's still kind of not the alien we know. So it's like, 
what is the purpose of this trilogy? Because you're only leaving us with more fucking questions. You're not explaining anything. <laughs> like, it's just... You know, you know what series went, like, a little off the rails uh, as far as, like, having a sequel that was pretty good and then the third one was kind of mid and then they brought it back with the fourth one and the fifth one was, like, a swan song of sorts? Mm. Uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Even mm-hmm. starting back in the 80s with, like, Metal Gear, Metal Gear 2, whatever, whatever. Um, and then going into Metal Gear Solid, and then Solid 2 was really good. It has a um, quality jump that I like in sequels, where it's like, here's yes. one guy in a confined area, and then it's like, here's one guy in a confined area. Game switches to a new character. It's yeah. Like, <gasps> I, I like, really like, that was a really good, when you play it for the first time, and you, you play the you whole play tanker level in the, in, on yeah. the tanker as snake. And then it's like the thing explodes as a metal gear. And then it's like, here's Raiden. <laughs> and here's Raiden. It's like, yeah. okay, this guy surely won't become oh. a living meme in his own game. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> uh, I hate to break it to you, buddy. Yeah. I tried uh, playing it on, I tried playing it on stream. Uh, I just cannot master that combat system. So I'm probably not going to continue playing it. <laughs> <laughs> the parrying is so hard in Metal Gear Rising. <laughs> The the thing is, they went to three, but three was take it was a prequel, yeah. And then they did four, which is if you think about it, just the next part of the trilogy, but yeah. it's so much better, and it ends so definitively. And then they make five, and then five. The thing is though, there is a through line through all the stories. Like the thing is, uh-huh. like five isn't just like slapped on either. It's, well, five is also a prequel. Five is also a prequel, and it sets up this big revelation about the story overall. Uh, again, this whole episode's about spoilers and stuff like that. Yeah, it, big spoiler warning. Just... Yeah, at the beginning of Metal Gear Five, you get to design your character, which mm-hmm. you believe is for the multiplayer mode. It turns out that's what your character looked like before the surgery to look like Big Boss. And it cuts back eventually throughout the game. You realize that in Ground Zeroes, when the helicopter exploded, your character was the medic that was there trying to help get the bomb out of Paz, who's one of the characters. Yep. Your snake in that game goes on to be the big boss in the original Metal Gear. So from Metal Gear through Metal Gear Solid through all that, the big boss you are hunting is this Metal Gear Solid 5 character you played as. Which means because big boss, the original big boss is gone or dead already. And it's like that's how you fucking do it. That changes game. like the whole thing behind it. You're like, yeah. oh, I do like how that ties fuck. in very nicely because <laughs> he goes off. He creates his uh, military nation, which is the Metal Gear Solid, which is Metal Gear on Nintendo yep. and all that. And the big boss you kill at the end of Metal Gear 2 is the Metal Gear 5 character. Yep. So I was like, what the I was like, what the fuck? This guy just how yeah. did he tie it all back to this shit? Like. It was very impressive. I'm just really, I'm really sad about how. And then how it, 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 it didn't get to, it didn't get to finish, which is why there's like, there, it feels like there's an entire chapter missing from that game. Yeah. Yep. Because you're supposed oh, to well, get, because be- you're supposed to get Young Liquid and Psychomanus. And then it's like a later chapter was supposed to introduce you to a girl he adopts and he gives her D, he gives her D dog. And you're supposed to be like, oh, this is Sniper Wolf from Metagear Solid. Like, this you're is supposed that, to be introducing Foxhound. You're supposed to be introducing mm-hmm. the beginning of Foxhound that leads into Metal Gear Solid. 
but it's just like uh, no nah, konami's like no nah, man get the fuck out of this office <laughs> it's like oh well i can i can throw people in i can start taking over castles to kids in america that's all i need yeah you can start you can start raiding fortresses to your fucking walkman soundtrack yeah but that that, that uh, does reek of like just kojima just being like what can i fucking do in this game to make it hilarious hey how many licenses do we have I will yeah. say, like, Japanese games in particular, or, like, Japanese developed games are very good at sequels because, for some reason, that's all they fucking do. How did Yakuza yeah. not lose quality? Like, <laughs> Yakuza just kept... Yakuza kept going up. Yakuza's, yeah. like, a fucking anomaly. Yeah. Or, like, like, much to Haley's, like, chagrin, I guess. No, Devil May Cry only gets better. Devil May Cry you did can't that. tell me. It did like, that it, thing, though, where one is mm-hmm. good... Apparently, I never beat it, so I don't know. I stopped playing that on stream. So. <laughs> Two uh-huh. is better, and then three is supposed to be the prequel game, which people consider to be kind of the weakest mm-hmm. of the original three. And then four is like, here's your new character. And then five brings it all together with like, here's the new character and Dante again. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. yep. it, it, it's genuinely a good sequel because it's like, it's the system you know and love, and it's over the top. It doesn't take itself seriously. Capcom's just like, we know what we're about. Here you yeah. go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh what was this? Like you showed the thing for the Metal Gear remake is like Leon can have cat ears. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. uh uh Resident Evil. Yeah, he's like he has cat ears now, and then you're just like, thanks, Capcom. There it's are a- there are more than one there's more than one Capcom game in particular that goes one's whatever, two's the good game, and then it either goes up or down in quality. Um and I've got Street Fighter, Resident Evil. I've got uh, uh, Devil May Cry and Onimusha. Yes. Does anyone remember Onimusha? I do. Yes. I do love Samurai Resident Evil. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, it, it does that thing too, where it's like Onimusha one is okay. Two improves on the combat system a bit, but keeps the uh-huh. whole general feel of it. And then three was like, here's modern day. And we have the guy who played Leon, the professional <laughs> as an yeah. actor in this, in this game. <laughs> was uh gene reno yep i like japanese developers definitely know how to do a sequel better i feel like they understand their audience more they know why their game is popular versus american or like east or western developers they're like we got lucky with this game yeah so let's just put out a sequel. They don't know how to ask their audience, I think, is the mm-hmm. thing. And they're I like, think... no, this is what you want. This is what you want. I'm telling <laughs> you what you want. And you can definitely see it in, like, like uh, first-person shooters. Like, uh-huh. Call of Duty flourished where Medal of Honor failed. Yes. And they were huge, like, competitors back in the World well, War II first-person actually, shooter days. I actually watched a video about that. Uh Medal of Honor was always more of like a stealth style game at times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was a first person wartime like spy game where Call of Duty's like, hey man, you know the D Day invasion? It's the first mission, get out there. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it's like, oh, you're playing the Russian story? Guess what? We're storming Stalingrad. You probably won't survive this. <laughs> like, it took that whole thing where it's like, it's not a one man like spy mission. It's like, you're a soldier, get the fuck in there. Like, Mm-hmm. I, I do I, I think that's why uh Call of Duty like flourished so much is because they they had you in the perspective of just the every soldier. Yeah. Um, the guy. I mean the guy. Modern Warfare is that sequel, is that series for Call of yes. Duty. Where it's like first one's fucking great. It gave you the 
the classic nuke scene that mm-hmm. it was like, oh, they're doing something very different here. And then two's like, it was a masterpiece. Two's like, oh, you start, sm- you start, you have this legitimate like cold open where it's like, hey, we're trying to get this piece of tech back. Oh man, it looks like they got into it. And then the second mission's like, Washington's being invaded. <laughs> it's yep. like, yep. protect the burger town. And then Modern Warfare <laughs> Three, you're just like, and then Modern uh-huh. Warfare Three is like, oh, here's a character that was with him the whole time. We're gonna kill a bunch mm-hmm. of your favorites. And it's just like, oh, this one sucks. Like, yep. Black Ops is like that too. Like Black Ops, yep. that's a weird. <laughs> yeah. I can't really call that a trilogy though. Well, yes, it's I can, not because it's, technically, it's, technically, I can because <laughs> it's World at War, Black Ops, and then Black Ops Two. Mm. Yep. Black Ops Three was like the future, like VR world one that they did, and then Four was just the uh, the uh, battle, battle royale. royale. Yeah, and uh, but like that's another one where I think. If it goes into things, what a war is kind of great, but then Black Ops, which is the second game of the series, just blows me away every fucking time I play it. To be fair, Black Ops Two is really fucking good. Black Ops Two is really good. I love all the drone, so, all the drone mm-hmm. stuff, and it's like, hey, what's going on? It's like uh, all of our drones are being hacked, and uh, <laughs> he is attacking. Uh, he's attacking everything, <laughs> and it's like, okay, cool. Uh, the aircraft carrier we're on is exploding. Oh we my should, god. Uh, that whole that mission whole, is great. Oh, so good. But so, good. so when we so when we talk about uh, sequels, what do we like? And it's p- particularly in video games because it's a little harder to ask for like graphical updates. Between, love, unless you're, unless you're doing some shit like uh, Top Gear to Top Gear like forty years later. Yeah, I will do. I'll say using Dead Space as an example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Space One, you your zero gravity section was like you aim at a wall, you press a button, and he jumps. Mm-hmm. Two's like we're going to take that. You have uh, flight controls now, so you can fly around. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, we're going to keep all the same weapons. We're going to slightly change up just how the game feels. So instead of being more of like you walking through corridors, like oh shit, when's something going to jump scare me? It's like here's the enemies you're going to be in front of, and it's just Isaac's like, all right, lock and load, <laughs> and just <laughs> fucking blows through a hallway of necromorphs. It's like, hey, you're not going to play a horror game anymore. You're playing horror action. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then, That's like, kind same... of what every horror game does, right? They eventually make the transition to horror action. Look at four. Look at Resident Evil mm-hmm. Four. Yeah, it's yeah. like, exactly. hey, fixed cameras, survival horror, limited ammo, and then four comes around. It's like, let's suplex this guy. <laughs> like... <laughs> yeah. Uh, same vein in the Dead Space, though. The Dead Space reboot or remake, whatever you want to call it. The remake, yes. Mm-hmm. That brings the the flight system from you know yeah, the it, other games it, into it, the first. Yeah, it's, it's like we're taking the first one. We're going to add two's flights controls. Uh, we're going to not do the weapon crafting like three because three is where that series went downhill. And then it's like, oh, we're going to take everything you know about the first game and then expand on it. So instead mm-hmm. of being like, oh, chapter's over, you're in a new part of the ship now. It's hey, get on the tram. You want to go back to that first area? Yeah, and it's like, OK, it's, so it, the it, ship is open world now. Like, OK, cool. That's a good improvement. So it's like if it's, if games do stuff like that, where it's like if the first game is like, hey, you're in a confined area, but you can't backtrack in the second game's like you have a lot more freedom. This game. It's already like fucking good in my book, buddy. <laughs> like, yeah. Like the bar is in hell, but like <laughs> you did, you, you made it. It's a. I'm going to use a weird example here. Based okay. on what I know from the thing video game, I'm supposed to be replaying it and I haven't started because I was supposed to make a review video on it. Uh huh. The thing video game on PS2 
is mm-hmm. by John Carpenter's words, the canon sequel to the movie. And we all know the movie where it's like, oh, we can find space. It's Among Us, the movie. Mongus. 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 The game is like, okay, are these guys haven't been responding to us. What happened here? And it's a military unit that gets sent in to be like, okay, investigate what's going on. Why aren't these guys talking to us? And it's like, oh, it's suddenly more aliens. <laughs> like the thing has broken into different parts. So it's like, oh, you have a bunch of them running around now. Mm-hmm. There's this whole like conspiracy going on. Like there's a secret base that the government set up, but nobody was told about. So it's like, okay, we're taking everything we know and you're doing more to it with a new character. And it's like, okay, so not as a same like media style thing, but in a sense, it's like, okay, it's the thing, but more. Mm. Yeah. So this thing it has to take everything. It has to take what you like about the first one and just kind of dial it up a little bit. So you're not playing the same thing, but you're playing mm-hmm. the thing. Uh-huh. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can agree with that. I haven't played it, but I, I just know a little bit about it. Just you know, I haven't played it in years. I was supposed to be replaying it to do a review video and I just have not started. So I bought this PS2 and have done things. nothing with it. <laughs> like <laughs> this PS2 has been sitting under my TV for about eight months now and I have not touched it. Another will... another oh. yeah, go ahead. No, well, I was going to say, I feel like video game sequels have a lot more, like, risk yeah. involved in, like, movie sequels because, like, there's a lot that goes into video game development already. Making a good sequel is, like, even more difficult versus a movie. It's like, this is what you got to do to make a movie. You don't got to change that, you know? <laughs> yeah. Versus, like, video game development cycles, it's like, just because it worked, Eight years ago doesn't mean it's gonna work now. Yeah, and uh, let's hope let's hope our uh, our friend Fannin does the thing where it's like, oh, Remnant One was good. Let's see if Remnant Two will be fucking better. I've heard all I've heard about it has been good, good things. Um, I'm excited for it, but I I don't have insider information. I just want to I want to put make that very clear. But I do. I just want to say that it everything I've heard about it so far is just mwah. yeah. I love the I love the first one. And it's like, oh, give me that, but you know, a lot more to it. Maybe new customization, which I feel they do have, and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. So it's like, cool, it's remnant and more. <laughs> remnant new game plus. Um, how do we feel? Uh so another game that I thought went just in an upward trajectory, but only because it aged like shit the first <laughs> game, uh The Witcher. Yes. Yeah, no, uh Witcher one and two are unplayable. Unplayable, like, yeah. completely unplayable. Because I got it as a bundle with like Witcher Three being like uh-huh. you know the the game of the year edition yeah. or something like that. And I was like, I'm gonna yep. play through all of it it's just one so I know two, what the fuck is going. It's unplayable. Have systems that the fact that somebody thought about them and put them into a video game makes me want to find that person and give them a wedgie. <laughs> like <laughs> it's so bad. It, it's so different. You're just like, how how did people play this game? Like when it first came out. It is the most of it is the most Slav jank of Slav jank computer <laughs> games. Squatting Slav jank. It's literally a bunch of fucking Slavs that are just like, how can we be and different they like, than in capitalist America? <laughs> and then they're like, fucking people like open world games, right? And then it's like, oh, this is one of the best games ever fucking made. And it's like, shit, this is what we had to do the whole time. <laughs> yep, <laughs> like, that's what you had to do the whole time. But even then, they kept some of those like same fucking systems. 
in the game. Mm-hmm. Like they simplified them, but it's like, God, you guys don't need to have all these different menus about things. Now, and then if you about... really wanted to count, Cyberpunk was a fucking flop. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. That's like a sequel, right? <laughs> Technically, yes. Uh, From the same company, yeah. No, because I think, I think in three, when Siri's going through like all of her, like realms or something, I think she does drop into Cyberpunk. I think it was supposed to be like a teaser for the game, and I'm like, oh my god, are you telling me that these exist in the same fucking reality? (laughs) (laughs) Oh no, multiverse Siri. Yeah, the multiverse of the Witcher. (laughs) Multi track Witcher. (laughs) <laughs> multi-track drifting um yeah uh i what about sequels that didn't perform we talked about a few of them but do y'all have any other examples oh let me okay i have to bring this up so call of duty rebooted modern warfare right yes uh-huh. oh you I talked about this excited. a while back yeah, you I fucking did. hate I this game <laughs> i fucking hate this game modern warfare one the remake is an absolute uh-huh. masterpiece of storytelling. It is so good. And the gameplay is, is it's a Call of Duty game, right? But somehow it still feels good. Modern Warfare 2 reboot is fucking terrible. I was so angry. The campaign isn't nearly as long. You're on tracks basically the entire game. And it's just so fucking boring it there's like i don't like any of the characters you don't have an emotional like attachment with any of the characters and it has like very few callbacks to modern warfare 2 the original one whereas modern warfare had plenty of little like easter eggs and like a lot of the character it gives you more character do i protect burger town uh no that's the problem god damn and you're so, just like, yeah. give me at least like some kind of callback. I don't want the same mission. What's that the mission point? Was Apparently, uh, I think I remember reading something. I think in the redone Modern Warfare 2, there's a flashback scene to like Russia. Yes, there and is. And it has uh, the main guy from the original Modern Warfare, uh, mm-hmm. Zach. Zakiv, I think is Zakayev or something. But yeah, also yeah. He's, has, he's in it. it also has one of the villains from Black Ops mm-hmm. in that same yep. meeting. So it's like, okay, so we've officially confirmed that Black Ops and Modern Warfare are the same universe. Yes. So it, so. it, it like and there's so much potential there, and it's like just right there, like right at the edge, and then they fucking fail to deliver on any of it. Yeah. And not only that, it was seventy dollars. <laughs> Yes, it is almost seventy dollars. I'm so angry that I paid seventy dollars for a game to be disappointed in, and I beat it in like eight hours. Yeah, so uh, I looked up. I did a Google search of uh, game sequels that killed studios, <laughs> and apparently, there's not a lot of articles about that. But so I found this one: uh, five disappointing video game sequels. I forgot that Bayonetta three released. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh. Right. Yeah, that uh, that game came out, and I don't think people are talking about that it. That game anymore. came out last year. Yeah. Um, um, there was a lot of there was a lot hey, of. Alvin, you want to talk about the Halo franchise? The um, no, but yes. <laughs> you want to talk about oh. how the first three Halo games are like some of the pinnacles of fucking game stories, and then they're like, "Hey, bitch, here's Reach," and we're like, "Thank you." And there's like, "Here's Halo hey. Four," and it's like, "You can take it back." 
Halo <laughs> was one of those games that I loved so much, the series, that I read the fucking books for, right? Which are canon. Which are canon, and they're so fucking good. Halo lore is so fucking good. But Halo deep. 1, 2, and 3 are masterpieces. I must have put like 600 hours in the demo version of Halo Combat Evolved alone. Crack. In the Crack. fucking demo version, Crack. okay? Yeah. But, and, and Bungie did what they were good at. It was just fucking storytelling and having just an immersive universe. And then fucking, I didn't even like Reach, if I'm 100% honest. I didn't like Reach very much i feel like three would have been a perfect ending but that's only because i read the books yeah. about the fall of reach right so i felt like those were way better than the game it's all, i but, think it's more oh. of like here's the legend of like the fall of reach but then it's like yes it's, so it's what people think about it, and then you're playing through like this very personal unit like mm. during that time which probably hits differently it yeah because everybody has their own version basically before that game came out of like what happened in reach for based off the lore right so you kind of have your own sort of it's like your own little fan fiction about all that but yeah. you know putting it something like giving something like substance takes away it kind of take, takes away the from the like your you know headcanon of what what might have happened yeah and then fucking infinite it makes me so angry <laughs> It's not a bad game, okay? I want to say first and foremost, it's, it's not different. a bad game. It's different, and, like, I'm glad they brought it. Like, Halo's definitely grew into more of a multiplayer game than a, a story game, just like Call of Duty. But I play games for the story. That's still yeah. what I do. That's why Call of, <laughs> Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 pissed me off so bad. But, like, Halo Infinite, oh, it's so frustrating, man. I just, I love these games, and they ruin it because they're like, multiplayer makes money. I just Correct. played Titanfall. Uh, I just played Titanfall two on stream. That oh. game. I'm like, the fact that I did not play this fucking sooner is a travesty. Like this game, I'm, fucking this game fucks. Mm, like this yes, game. 100%, yes, hundred percent. Yes. And I was Titanfall like, two is one of my all time favorite games. And I'm like, this far. is how you take everything from the first game, which was just a multiplayer game. And it's like, here's what we could have been doing. And yeah. then it's like, and then, yeah, it's just, hey, look, oh. Cool, I'm being introduced as like this grunt, and I'm oh, I really like this captain. Captain dies. It's like here, I'm gonna give you my robot, and it's like I'm gonna be emotionally invested in a mech suit by the end of this game. And then my it's character, so and then my character talks, and I'm like Matt Mercer. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, my okay, yeah, I have a lot of feelings about Titanfall too. Uh, it was so good. Titanfall I'm like, was I was having game. a great fucking time because every mission felt different. Mm -hmm. Yes, Every mission 100%. was like, okay, none of this is fucking stale. I mm -hmm. now I was just fighting for survival in the first mission, and now I'm doing like this, like fighting through like a sewage plant to try to escape. Now I have this like time travel device, which is fucking weird. Time hopping is such. And a good then sequence. the last three missions were like, hey, you've regrouped with your army. The last three missions are just nonstop. Hey, stop the super weapon. Yeah, and it's like cool. I'm loading into this mission. I'm like, am I going to get out of my Titan? And then it's just like a Titan, like level warfare against each other. It's like you and like seven so NPCs great. just like tearing it's through so a base. Great. And I'm like, this is, I'm having a fantastic time playing this. And then you get to the end and you're like, oh no, I'm not ready to be like, devastated. You're like, oh man, there's things escaping. And it's like, hey, we're fighting on these ships. <laughs> like we're on it's these like fucking carriers flying through the it. atmosphere. It's like it's like when you're seven and playing with the transformers oh 100 yes that's the, that's it's the just final that stage. it's just that it like out in video game world uh-huh 
And then, but yeah, the it's problem like, is, it's like it devastates you. Oh it my! It does because like you hear it's like a throw, and it's like, okay. Because like, I've done this, I've done this like four or five yeah, times he, like, before. He's thrown us off of a flying carrier onto another ship, so we mm. could take control of it. And then it's like, hey, we're gonna do this thing, and then I'm gonna save you with this. And I'm like, I'm crying over a robot. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what the, what the hell? And I'm like, just give me three. But no, they're too busy with fucking Apex Legends. Well, so. All right, we're gonna talk about this. I'm very, very angry about this because Titanfall <laughs> Two is one of my favorite games of all time, and they canceled development on Fall Three. Yep, because, because they released it. Apex Legends. They did a stealth release by for free. Yes, they did. Yeah, they were like, "Hey, EA not... was releasing Anthem was like... at the same exact time." Yeah, they were releasing Anthem. So respawns like, "We're just gonna drop this battle royale that feels like Titanfall's multiplayer with the movement and everything." Mm-hmm. It's like we're just gonna drop this in a, an already saturated market of battle royale games, and it fucking just took off. So then they're like, "We're gonna invest all of our time and energy into this." And not make Titanfall three. Yeah, and they're and like, I'm we like, cancel Titanfall like, three. You can do technically both of those. <laughs> like, you can put a team aside. To but the do thing the that thing. drives me nuts about EA, right? Because Respawn is such a great development studio. They could do Titanfall three, but they decided, hey, we're EA. We're gonna fuck all the fans over, and we're gonna put the team from Titanfall on fucking Jedi Survivor. It's which, not even the same genre. Which is really something good, though. Which is something is really good that EA does because yes. they also took Visceral that did Dead Space and said, "Make our next Battlefield game." I just. But that luckily, sucks, the guys Baffles, at Respawn are just built different, and Jedi was still good. Yeah, like, and then, so they early. also developed the the VR version, and then the new sequel that's coming out too. Yeah. So, so I'm not mad at them for doing that. I'm just mad that I don't get a Titanfall three. Yeah. So, looking at uh, like looking at just a brief history of Respawn. I mean, it all ties back. These guys were leads at Infinity War. They were doing, uh, they did Modern Warfare, the original one. Like, then they did uh, Modern Warfare 2. And they built, I think that was like a trade-off. So they were like, hey, you can do our thing and then we'll let you do whatever. Mm -hmm. They dropped Titanfall, which is a good fucking game. It's just a multiplayer game. And then they dropped, dropped this absolute, like, literal titan of a fucking video game in Titanfall 2. And it was like, one of the best games we ever fucking made <laughs> and it's like yeah. oh you're gonna make a battle royale game for what's the quote here uh they're opening a third studio to keep apex legends going for 10 to 15 years <laughs> like oh yep don't get me wrong i love apex legends it's a great battle royale they keep it fresh and they 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 have she's in it yeah that's true she plays uh so, valkyrie here is what I am excited for because Respawn is working on Star Wars stuff still. Like they have their yes. uh, Jedi Survivor and Jedi Fallen Order, but they also Jedi Fallen Order Two is coming out soon. They also yeah, are working Survivor. on a Star Wars first person shooter, which I kind of want to see how that plays out, especially if they keep the same engine as like Titanfall <laughs> and Apex. You keep hitting like weird trigger points for me. <laughs> hey, you're back. We gotta we gotta have you talking about something. It's so weird. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. <laughs> all right 
one of the best Star Wars first-person shooters is Star Wars Republic Commando, which we never got a sequel to. We never got a sequel to. And if 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 this first-person shooter isn't at least a little bit like that, I'm gonna be so. If it's not a from the ground up remake, that's what I (laughs) said. Or a sequel. The original game ends on a cliffhanger. It ends on a cliffhanger, and all of the expanded universe books never expands on it. Yeah, I fucking hate you, LucasArts. But uh, I think I've been trying to get this game to also fucking run on modern systems. It's like it's it does not run well on modern system. But I've, been, I've been trying well. to play. I've been trying to play this after so many years. Um, but yeah, it's the thing is I don't even think they okay. So they were supposed to a sequel titled Re- Star Wars Republic Commando Order sixty six was released on mobile phones. Another sequel is already planned and ahead of production called Star Wars Imperial Commando and was based on the betrayal of Republic soldiers. However, it only went as far as concept art and was canceled. Uh, nevertheless, Karen Travis wrote a fifth and final novel of the Republic Commando novel series, titling it uh, Imperial Commando fi- uh, 501st after the canceled sequel. So I don't know if that does anything. <laughs> It doesn't because there's a character. Spoiler alert! This is a really old game, by the way. I was in middle school when this fucking game came out. Yeah, this anyways, game's fucking what? Yeah, oh five. Yeah, so Republic Commando ends uh, on a mission. So your the premise is you're one commando in a squad of four that are basically your battle brothers. It's very like Band of Brothers, like you against you know, the world. You're super high special ops. So the very last mission. Everybody starts splitting up one by one by one by one, right? Until you're the last one trying to fulfill the mission. Um, nobody dies, but they're on your radio the whole time. But one character, you know, he's kind of like the tough guy. His name's Sev. He, you hear over the radio, he gets attacked, and you don't find his body. And it sounds like he's being drug away. But you don't get a resolution to that because you meet up with your other two battle brothers, and you don't know what fucking happens to Sev. And it's, it's so fucking angry because like, nothing, fucking nothing talks about it respawn this better be a fucking sequel <laughs> uh, I, I've, I've been waiting since 2005 dude i was a kid when this came out i was so invested and i played it again like probably a couple years ago and i was still so angry that we didn't get anything after it i'm so All bad right. i've yeah. got one more thing before we stop uh, recording because it's already been about an hour yeah. uh what about it's not technically a sequel but a game that furthers the series like a final fantasy or uh i think technically like uh, those that sort of thing that's mm. yeah french franchise japanese like franchises yes. or like role-playing games usually don't follow a single storyline with the exception of the ones that do follow a single storyline i'm looking at you 13 one two and three <laughs> Uh, yeah and that, and also probably not the best probably the more forgettable games in the series so they probably learned not to do that again 10-2 uh, was a lot of people's bisexual awakening yeah 10 is and 10 is a great game it's, yeah it's different i think that was the first time they did something different yeah and i mean they it didn't it wasn't a perfect game but it was still a fun game yeah but it's really hard to grade those as sequels i definitely think like you could just title those games by themselves and it would still work. Like you can call Final mm. Fantasy Seven a different title, and then Final Fantasy Eight a different title, and it's like they would still sell on their own. I, I think. think at that point, with the like Square Enix, just needs to be like Final Fantasy is the system, 
and then we need a subtitle. Like there needs to be a subtitle. Like, that's make so a floating. game like game title like a Final Fantasy story. Mm. Like that's you don't have to call it Final right. Fantasy Seventeen. I think we're on, they we're on tried seven, that. Sixteen's coming out, right? Like we're up to that. I yeah. think now. Yeah. <laughs> so I think they they tried that with Crystal Chronicles and it did not do well. So Crystal Chronicles is a great it. game. Like it's a four player Final Fantasy on the GameCube. Fantastic. Uh, they well, yeah, but they, I think they did a sub a sub game of that, and they tried to put a Crystal Chronicle story, and it did not sell nearly as well. Mm. Well, it was also people don't I, read the fine print. Yeah, uh, I guess. But they're also like I think that is also just a game series where it's like it's Final Fantasy, and you're mostly going for the people behind the games, right? Rather yeah. than the actual franchise. Like, okay, we know that these people make good games, so we're going to buy these games. <laughs> But they're the also game using hasn't it. Been the same since Nobu Uematsu left. Every game is adding new stuff, and they're trying to change the formula. So it's also like a weird yeah. testing ground. Mm. But then you can get like the Breath of Fire series, where it's like, when was the last time we got a Breath of Fire game? <laughs> or a uh, Legend of Dragoon. I mean, if Charlie was here, he'd <laughs> he'd want to talk about that. <laughs> I got you, buddy. Legend. And the thing is, I don't think that Legend of Dragoon had talks of a sequel but i could be wrong i thought i thought breath of fire was in the at least in the same world but just in different points of time oh uh, I, I think it is i think with japanese developers i don't know they they're on a different level where they can put out essentially different games a la like metal gear devil may cry final fantasy whatever legend of zelda like they can put out these big titles that are like changes from it's, the original formula. It's the name that's always going to bring people, right? Bring people but then, in. like, even with like Western developers, don't do the same thing, right? Like Call of Duty, it's the same thing every year, right? It's the same formulaic bullshit every year for the most part, and, and like or any it. of the sports games, stuff like that. But like, the thing is, I feel like sports games could just be DLC like updates. Absolutely. As somebody who plays F1 games, yes, 100% without a doubt. But Sharky, money. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's most for the money. But it's like I'm looking at like Japanese like franchises for role-playing games and it's like Pokémon, you're always going to buy the Pokémon name. Mm-hmm. Red, blue, gold, silver, it's always going to be Pokémon. That's what's going to be the slap to the wallet that it wants it to be. And I mean, Monster Hunter, you're going in knowing what to expect. You know, it's like, hey, we're going to be hunting monsters. Dark Souls, it's basically a genre at this point. It made its own genre. It made its own genre. The Yakuza games, I think, are single-handedly the only thing keeping Sega afloat. (laughs) The only problem with Yakuza, you have to have karaoke in it, right? Like, yeah, You have to. (laughs) Now, now. Now, now. Yakuza isn't the only thing. The gotcha pun machines are keeping keeping Sega afloat. That's That's fair too. (laughs) But yeah, like Yakuza is such a weird game too because I was playing it. I was playing through Zero for a bit, and I'm like, oh, this is like a murder mystery. This is like a mystery. Like, who owns this plot of land that everybody's trying to get rid of? And I was like, this is actually like a really cool, like crime mystery. And I was digging that. And then it's like, Mm -hmm. you can sing karaoke in this bar if you feel like it. (laughs) It's like, okay, that's. I'm like, okay, that's. I hear Yakuza has a lot of side stuff, and then it's like, what is this phone card that I can talk to like models on? And is this game giving me the option to be friends with this convenience store clerk? <laughs> it was just like one thing after another was hitting me, and I'm like, 
this is a yakuza experience <laughs> i think what it is is japanese developers don't take themselves super seriously they really like, don't like they there's tons of humor in every game they do even if it is a souls game even if it is you know uh the yakuza games the legend of zelda games there's always humor in it and i feel like just western developers take themselves way too seriously and when they try to feel yeah. you know, like do humor it feels forced yeah it's it, japan has that very god what's the word it's like it's a very distinct style of comedy Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's like it's when I'm looking around humor. when I'm looking around in Yakuza at the bar and I see a guy in his underwear dancing by like a staircase and I'm like This is normal. This is normal here. Like this is normal in this world. <laughs> like Yeah, but if you have that Easter egg in like a fucking I don't know, if I'm playing Jedi through Fallen Order game. You're yeah, if you're playing like, through if you're that? playing through Call of Duty, it's like, oh, if you go to this room here and look out this window into this other building, you'll see an Easter egg. And it's that same thing, and people are gonna be like, What? Because the audience is obviously different. Like you're coming in mean, expecting mean, something super serious. If that, you're like, here's this Easter egg. If you look out this window and it's 9-11, you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, man, there's like so many series that I think deserve like an actual sequel that just haven't gotten them of like, I mean, Beyond Good and Evil is getting a sequel eventually. I'm still wondering when later. they've announced it. Like it's... It was announced years ago. Hopefully yeah. it's not another Duke Nukem experience. Duke Nukem forever. But Ooh. Republic well, Commando. Like Republic Commando deserves a sequel. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think uh, a lot of, some of the PS2 games that I play like deserve either a remake or a revisit at some point. Because when I was playing Evil West, I'm like, this is just Dark Watch on PS2. Like, this is Vampire Western. Hell and yeah. I didn't want to talk about like canceled sequels and stuff, but maybe if we need an episode uh, next week, we can do some research into that. Cause I know uh, a lot of games did have sequels that just fell through. Titanfall 3. Yeah. Titanfall 3. We were just talking about one. Uh, Dark Watch 2 was supposed to be a thing. Freedom Fighters 2 on PS2 was supposed to be a thing, but it's just like, eh. So, yeah, I mean, if it's not a money thing, if it's just something that the studio wants to do because they love the project. I think that's where sequels are at their best. Agreed. Yeah. Like if we made a game and it's like, we only plan to make one game. We don't, we explain We plan to start the story and end the story here. And then somebody's like, Hey, we'll give you a bunch of money. If you make a sequel, it's like, are we going to do it because we want to, or are we going to do it because it's a bunch of money? And the answer is it's a bunch of money. And then we're going to try our best. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say, I'm not going to say no to a bunch of money. Is but all it's, I'm same thing is like, it's the same thing. It comes with, it's like, Hey, we're giving you all this money. We want you to add some stuff, which is what happened to dead space three, where it's like add multiplayer, add weapon crafting. Mm-hmm. And it's like, those don't fit. <laughs> like those don't fit. It's just, yeah. and it ruined the franchise. <laughs> Yep. That game is oh, well. that game and then Battlefield are single handedly responsible for why Visceral closed. <laughs> Yikes. So Oh well. But yeah. But, I guess uh, we're good to call it here, right? Yeah, yeah. that's that's, that's that my fun. passionate speech for the year. Yeah, you you got some, you got some really week. he got really heated about the top gun and then the Titanfall game and the Republic Commando. <laughs> Alvin had some yep. real passion in this Alvin episode. Has, oh, Alvin has capital O opinions on this. <laughs> it falls right in my niche. So like, I wish we had yeah. Haley here. I wish we had Haley here so she could gush about uh, 
Definitely Cry 5, which she has been playing. And she's gone back to replaying, I believe. Yeah, she's she's gone finished back to the game once already. Because <laughs> she got a new gaming computer. <laughs> We'd love that for her. So we're not going to do our usual outro because the outro that I, is at the end of this episode actually was put together to kind of explain a lot more. Uh, we've expanded where the podcasts go. You can find us pretty much on most podcast services now Stitcher, Pandora, Spotify. Google Podcast, wherever you go, that's all there. You and, just uh, said you have this all in the outro, and I'm you're giving explaining you, the outro. I'm explaining the outro, yes. And then <laughs> uh, next week, we're not only going to have our usual episode for the podcast, but Decca and I and X will be back with our uh, second episode of the wrestling podcast that we do now. As WrestleMania is this, as WrestleMania is this weekend, so we're going to have a very long. So is Supercard of Honor. So... Supercard of Honor, yeah, yeah. We need to I figure don't know out any of the stuff. We need to figure out when to record that because I think we scheduled that conversation for Wednesday, which is our normal recording day. Yeah. I, hey, I'm down to just do a whole thing of recording on Wednesday. My week is very busy. I have a session zero, and then I have to run a campaign the first session on that Sunday. So. Oh no. I'm oh, in no. that. Yes. Yep. And. uh There'll probably be a teaser for that over on the Dummies and D20s Twitter on Friday. Yeah, you can go look mm-hmm. at that. And start you throwing just... out some uh, some stuff there to get people hyped, because we're about six weeks away from the first episode of that new campaign coming out. We're going to we'll spend... see what chaos I bring. Yeah, we're going to get some episodes pre-recorded. So our first session will be this Sunday. We'll get a few weekends in, and then we'll have an episode to drop in May. But we'll figure out when to get next week's recorded. So you guys may or may not see a Without Context episode. But... We'll do our best. We'll get something out there. Yeah. We'll get something out there. So thanks, everybody. Calvin, you're part of this. <laughs> so thanks, everybody, for being here tonight to listen to us talk about our thoughts on sequels and franchises and Alvin's capital yeah. opinions on things. <laughs> and, caps lock <yeah>. on. <laughs> caps lock on. He's, he's, <laughs> oh, God, he's typing in the Discord. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the NSA is watching him right now. <laughs> And uh, yeah, we'll hopefully see you guys next week with a new episode. Bye. Bye. For everybody here, take care, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Without Context podcast. If you want more content, please follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash at WC Network. If you want updates on the show, follow us on our Twitter at WC Pod Network. Additionally, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. Go search for the Without Context podcast.